Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 KISW. Coming up, we will uh, drink a toast of the weekend with a shot of the day that is bad choice Friday time. How smooth. And a couple of uh, samples from the Men's Room Radio Channel exclusively on Odyssey App. They gave us our own radio station. We could pick out our own music. We got 50 tunes apiece. We put in 50 brand new ones for the new year. So we're pitting up two of those songs, including Ice Cube. Freaking brothers every way like MJ. I can't believe today was a good day. All right. I want some positive in the lyric. To answer your question now, Mike, frankly, I I don't see you getting on the court and freaking anybody. I was about to say, yeah, it was about basketball. Like you're right, like MJ. I'm not going to be able to, no. Unless it be Michael Jackson, you touch him somewhere weird. I, I can't get up that high, man. Ice Cube, and today was a good day. Take it on the band. You don't say. Madness. That's where I spend all my time. Yes. Will it be Madness, Our House, or Ice Cube? Today was a good day. Vote now if you follow us on Twitter at Men's Room Live. One of those two tunes. Coming up right after we drink and toast with a shot of the day. See, Miles, just like our question today, maybe today is the day that sets Mike on a quest to just have the best handles. Mm -hmm. Not dunk. He just has handles. I mean, he dribbles through his legs. He's like the new professor. Ted, I don't know if you realize just how much I live to disappoint you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Now time for a few emails in the men's room at KISW.com. And from our question, good or bad, who or what inspired you? Ola, guys, I was growing up fascinated by one of my uncles who I have always and will call the cool uncle. He was a collector. He had tons of movies, books, CDs, video games, and so on. He'd also let me borrow stuff all the time. It was like uh, uh, checking things out from a library. It made me want to have uh, collections that I have now, and well, I do. I have like 50,000 comic books, thousands of CDs, movies, video games, and books. More than I could probably read, play, or watch in my lifetime unless I did nothing else. I would classify myself as an organized hoarder. Sometimes it's very cool. Sometimes it's a huge burden. Totally depends on the day. My greatest fears are fire or having to move. That (laughs) keeps me up at night. Keep on rocking, guys. From Terry. Guys, the movie Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, inspired my interest and love for horses. I'm now 24 years old and now own two Palominos and one mule. Palominos are both uh, six-year-old sisters, and the mule is about ready to turn 25 years old in less than 24 hours. 
Keep up these shenanigans. Have a great weekend, fellas. Is that from Alex? What, what's wrong with no. this Spirit Stallion movie thing? Everything. Why, why is yeah. that weird or bad? You're having a bad reaction to this. Yes, it came out when I was a kid. My little sister just couldn't get enough of this stupid movie. <laughs> you know me. I like bad movies. This movie sucked. It was awful. How many times did you have to watch it? So many. So many. It was always a free-spirited horse, and then he's being held down by the man after he gets put on a ranch. He's a wild horse, but no, they're going to break him. But it, the heart of the Cimarron gets him go No. Shut up. Stupid. <laughs> Sucked. I hate horse personality movies. I can't do wow. it. Wow. It sucks. From Hate Porsche personality. Oh, but he is like me to Paul. Like that makes sense. Oh. Positive Friday, bitches. That horse hell personality. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt Cobain, Jimmy Page, and Sinister Gates of N7 Folk collectively inspired me to learn guitar. One day I'll be able to play more than four chords. Hey, yeah. Four is more than three. Iris the bus driver. I'm thinking about starting on the uke. The ukulele. Correct. Because you want me to kill you? That's part of it. That, that, that's, just that's pure me. annoyance I come in here. But I don't I just want to be a guy. I have way too many friends that can just sit down and play an instrument. Like, I got to play something. I know a guy. I can help you out. Okay. I'm just gonna buy one. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a ukulele for a child and like instruct me how to do this. <laughs> on to the birthdays, Olabicholas. I want to say happy birthday <laughs> to my wonderful husband John. He's 43 on Saturday. Ooh. Oh, 43 oh, Saturday. On, on Saturday. Saturday. Hey, yeah, Saturday. 43 on uh, Saturday. What day is today? It's Friday. We, we oh, happy birthday. It's yeah, it's not his birthday. He's so wishing him happy birthday. Here's you can one. use Damn. his real name. You don't have to call him John. Yeah, it's a client. Guys, please wish my daughter Mila a happy second birthday. I uh, would like some thrill shotgun gets, a few dad jokes from Miles, uh, and what else? Uh, maybe talking about trapping raccoons and whatever else you can come up with. She's already trapping raccoons? I don't know. Thanks, guys. Uh, what's the age to start? Peace and love. That from Coon Trapper Devin. Ah, get. 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 Okay. Two years old. Raccoon jokes. What's a raccoon's favorite color? Raccoon's favorite color. I have no idea. A colorblind. <laughs> Why did the raccoon cross the road? To get to the other side? No, uh, no. To prove to the possum, possum that it could be done. That it could be done. <laughs> <laughs> then a man goes to the movie theater and notices what looks like a raccoon sitting next to him. Are you a raccoon? Asked the man. Why, yes, I am. What are you doing at the movies? Raccoon says, I just really enjoyed the book. <laughs> Wait a minute, say that again. What's that? He's at the movies. Yeah. yeah. And he says he enjoyed the book. Besides... Yeah. Oh, I see. He, he could read. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Good job, Ted. <laughs> I was like, oh, get this one. <laughs> Keep eating glue, buddy. You'll be all right. <laughs> Want to hear me play the ukulele? <laughs> Hello, guys. My name is Alyssa. It's my boyfriend Austin's 27th birthday today. I was hoping you guys could give him a shout-out. I like the uh, dirty Germans to let him know that he's an amazing man who lights up my life every day and always puts a smile on my face. He's my best friend, and I love him a uh, F-ton. Uh, throw in a bong hit, an owl hitting the window, and some wedding throw-up, uh, please. Uh, thanks, guys, and hope you have a very positive Friday. That from Melissa. Yeah, we know he's an amazing man after spending all this time for him. But while he lights up your life, he lights up my purposeful budget. Yeah, you know, in this day and age, it's shocking since the things he puts around you or inside you don't light up everything. Mm. 
Could you put a glow stick in there? I don't know. Yeah. Good There's day. There's got to be a light up in the dark condom. Didn't they have glow in the dark condom for a while? Yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of funky and fun. Stick it under a light for a little bit. It, I mean, for a second. Mm-hmm. Come I mean, not while me. it's on. I mean, you could put it under the yeah. light. Yeah. It's just got to be out of the package. You got to have it on. Well, you can also, because it's... Like, if it's too rolled up, man, it's not going to get all the way through. You're not going to get the even shine. I don't know. You want to see it know. on if it's going to glow in the right. dark. Yeah. Run around the room. Exactly. Where am I, baby? You put it in a package and you put it under a light. I bet it's it the works. most oh. interesting game of hide-and-go-seek you've ever you've know, ever seen. Dude, you're right. This is simple. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Glowing pleasure. <laughs> Good day, uh, darlings. This time has come. Our big boy Josh is celebrating his dirty 30 on this shiny, sunny day. What the hell are you talking about? It was uh, nice earlier. <laughs> may he get a, uh, what the heck is that, bro? I'll cut that bitch off. And also Coach Ted hyping him up about how uh, fantastical his 30s will be. Uh, lots of love. That from Mom, also known as Cheryl. Oh, my God. What the f*** is that, bro? Cut that bitch off. Turn it 30, huh? Look, I'll shoot straight from the hip here. The 30s are pretty dope. I don't know how to explain it. The 20s are 20s. There's highs and lows. You get away with stuff. But also, it's kind of reckless. You get into 30s. You think you're getting old, but you're not. Hang tight. Let's regroup. You're having a good time. Now, what you got to worry about is your 40s and 50s. This will get real serious, real weird, man. So uh, have a fun decade. <laughs> Hello, guys. And Ola, I'd like to wish my husband, Zach, a very happy 33rd birthday today. How about a happy Chinooka? The dirty German's talking about his epic beard and a dip responsibly. Uh, a little plug there for Men's Room Salsa. Uh, thanks, guys. You're awesome. Love his little redhead. Happy Chinooka. Hmm. Yeah, his awesome beard. That would be his little redhead. Yeah, you know. There's a lot of things. With Asian food, a cup of tea, everything goes better with a little ginger. Yeah. <laughs> Dip responsibly. Yeah, boy. Guys, uh, my boyfriend Matt, longtime fan of your radio show. Today is his 34th birthday. If I can get a shout-out for him with a fish sandwich uh, barbershop uh, style. The captain telling him about how he quit smoking Bud to get a captain job that he has now. And Coach Ted giving advice on turning 34. Maybe some dad jokes. It would really make his day. Thanks, guys. That from Veronica. Is it too early for a fish sandwich? A cheese and tartar on the side. I smell the fish sandwich. Maybe some dill relish. In the morning, at noon, at noon, and at night, and at night. Ooh, well, ahoy there. Yeah, it's true to your captain and stop smoking the ganja, the devil's lettuce, the giggle weeds to become a captain, but it's always a workaround. I had to keep the elves whip up a special batch of edibles. I just told them, give me whatever you're giving to the Golden Crisp Bear. Because if he isn't high, no one is. Grudge Bears. First of all, stay away from that dude. All right, Captain Ahoy. Crunch. Ahoy! <laughs> two things not allowed at this camp. One of them's Captain Crunch. Number two, you'll find out later. All right, 34. Nice. You're still on the early side of mid-30s, but you're mid-30s. You don't have to worry about a ton of stuff. Also, great number. You could tell people to call you sweetness, just like Walter Payton this year. Okay. Dad joke Friday. How does Kanye West order his eggs? How does Kanye West order his eggs? Over Yeezy? Over Yeezy, that is correct. Over Yeezy. Good work, Mike. Yeah, yeah. What do you call a country that doesn't exist? A country that doesn't exist. I don't know what you call a country that doesn't exist. A hallucination. 
Oh, okay. All right. And All my right. girlfriend poked me in the eye. I immediately stopped seeing her. <laughs> Dead or Friday. Men's room wondering if I could get a birthday shout out. Uh, Dirty Germans may be talking about uh, forest engineering and an Allen Thick. Thanks, guys. That from Greg, the engineer. Uh oh, look out. Yeah, oddly enough, I've nicknamed my penis Alan Thick as well. For reasons you can probably guess, do not call it forest engineering. Just ask her to trim up. Yeah, see, I always like the forest engineering. See, out there, surrounded by all the wood, just hanging out with the fellas. Mm. Hashtag good advice. You got your hard hat on? What about that long saw? Yeah. You want to see the root? Guys, I want to wish my boyfriend Casey a very happy birthday. He is my rock. Can I get some turtle sex, some gunshots, and a suck-it-up cupcake? Thanks, guys. That from his loving girlfriend, Layla, a.k.a. Superstar. Get. Get. So, suck it up, cupcake. Get. Guys, we'd love to wish a happy 35th birthday to Scotty. That from Britt. Give him a dealer's choice there, Mike. But Joel, I want to wish a very special 39th birthday to my wife, Candace. Can I please get the dirty Germans to tell her how much sexy camping we're going to do for the last year of her 30s? Yeah. It's going to be intense. Love yeah. your incredible wife, Tiana. Yeah, you say something about camping is watching them pitch a tent. Hands free. Yeah. Uh, yes, you know, it's, I don't know if this one's as much about tenting as it is. Yeah, I kind of caught that towards the end there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, maybe it's just a... Gotta sleep somewhere. Yeah, riding in a canoe face down. Yeah, well, it'd be fun, you know. So everybody loves this camp near them because there's always plenty of scissors. I guess the feeling you'll be spending a lot of time out in the bush. <laughs> maybe she could be the woman in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought I heard how my old friend that was. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, make, will, yeah, make sure you bring a pair of scissors. Yeah. yeah. And a camera. And the other thing is to enjoy it. Camping sex. It's so dirty because there's no showers. Yeah. <laughs> Greetings, my brethren. I'll give a birthday shout-out to Rodney today. Super cool uh, guy who works installing windows as a glazier. Uh, let's get those filthy Germans talking about glazing windows and a couple of random uh, random sound bikes from Mike. Uh, make some good choices there, Mike. Appreciate all you do. That from the Elk Plane Drifter, Amy Jean, and the crew, who knows apparently who they are. Ooh, they are. Yeah, the owl that always hangs out with this. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I don't know much about glazing windows, but I do know that I did it once from the outside while watching my neighbor shower. Yeah, it's a funny thing to call somebody's face a window. Please <laughs> clap. Hi, guys. Here you go. One sock cutter, he cuts socks. Two sock cutters, they cut socks. Three sock cutters, they cut socks. Four sock cutters, 
They cut socks. Miles has a small wee-wee. Three cents fast. One sock cutter, he cuts socks. Two sock cutters, they cut socks. Three sock cutters, they cut socks. Four sock cutters, they cut socks. Miles has a small wee-wee. One. One sock cutter, he cuts socks. Two sock cutters, they cut socks. Three sock cutters, they cut socks. Four sock cutters, they cut socks. Miles has a small wee-wee. Two. One sock cutter, he cuts socks. Two sock cutters, they cut socks. Three sock cutters, they cut socks. Four sock cutters, they cut socks. Miles has a small wee-wee. Big win last time in 10 versus the FCC. Let's do it again. And now, everyone's favorite daytime game show, where one person could lose $325,000 and their job or win and walk away with nothing. It's time for Ted versus the FCC. Is it contagious? Wow, what a late night. Done up with the tongue twisters for Ted and Ted versus oh my the God, FCC. Yeah. You're not going to believe what happened this morning. We came in and uh, there was a listener submitted an email. I wish we had. No. Look at that. Yeah. Just, no. Uh, Let me see that one. Look at that. Just came in the other day there. Oh, fresh. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Does it smell fresh and new? It does. Yeah. You got this freshly printed printer we have. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Back in time. Well, right. this one comes uh, uh, from a, a good buddy of ours named Joe. And uh, he submitted his own Ted versus the FCC. So we're going to go with Joe's version mm-hmm. uh, this week if we can. And it goes something like this. If Chuck can't cut the chunky cut and incontinent Kent can't cut the chunky cut, who can cut a chunk from Chuck or Kent's cut? The way that we do Ted versus the FCC, one time through, then three times fast. Oh, wow. I agree. Gotta uh, lubricate the mouth, Miles. I should have yeah, said that. Yeah, maybe. Jesus. <laughs> can't wait for you to get to the break here, though. If Chuck <laughs> can't cut the chunky cat and incontinent Kent can't cut the chunky cut, who can cut a chunk from Chuck's or Kent's cut? Oh, <laughs> Nonchalantly dropped it like I'm English. <laughs> that was, that was, <laughs> we'll we'll see that one again. Yeah. In uh, Ted versus the FCC. Okay, there you go. Coming up, we'll drink a toast in the weekend. You are listening to the men's room. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. All right, Tuck Hunter, we'll drink it, toast the weekend with a shot of the day. And we do have your headlines on the way at 550. But first, quick check out with Mike Hogg. Instead of the stories and headlines, he is not working on. Thank you. Thank you, Miles. Officials in South Korea are warning against the growing social media trend of eating fried toothpicks. How? Why do you tell people not to do that? Because people are doing it. Jesus God! All right. I'd, and they're they're plastic, so when they fry up, they're kind of huh. like it, it's hard to explain. Like, like a like, rice noodle kind of thing. Sort of. Except it's a toothpick. Right. Basically, it looks like a it looks like a funyun. You know how it starts out small and then it just kind of bubbles up like that. No, just don't. Why do we keep trying to protect these people from themselves when things are very self-explanatory? I'm not going to weigh in Because now we still have to deal with them. It's a self-correcting problem if you let it. Exactly. Tesla has recalled 200,000 vehicles due to faulty backup cameras. (laughs) The cameras inside were spying on you. They still work. They're good. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I was at a Tesla last week, and it, uh, it did something. The guy driving was like, I don't know what that is. It's never done that before. It was like some kind of safety feature. But we were we were like on I five cruising, and it kind of just like just jumped into yeah. Huh. So I don't know if somebody swerved, but I was like, what's that about? He's like, I don't know. I've only had it a couple months. Like, it's yeah. never done that. That's that's cool. the problem that we start getting into with as high tech as those cars are. Is it just starts to <clears throat> get a little overly complicated? It outruns the ability of the average Joe driving it. Yeah, at some point, the driver still has to have a certain amount of control. Right. Or well, you need to execute all your tech with perfection. And also, at some point, you're fixing a problem that didn't need fixing. You know what I mean? Right, right, you're, right. you're implementing features that nobody asked for, and it doesn't make things more convenient. Correct. So, you know, and, and safety features, I can understand that, but make it apparent what's going on. <laughs> yes. Don't just ding. Okay? Can we change that up a little bit, please? <sighs> I gotta quit smoking. Scientists have Stop built- eating those damn toothpicks, a dummy. <laughs> That's fair. Or at least switch to lights, dude. Yeah. You're always smoking those cowboy killers. Damn right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scientists have built a walking robot. I hate this. And it's powered by human muscle tissue. Interesting. That's crazy. That is interesting. It is. I know you hate it, Mike, but I'm I like, do. ooh, fascinating. I mean, it, on the surface level, it, it is, is fascinating. fascinating. Right, but it makes you uncomfortable. It does. We get closer to them taking over every day. <sighs> and they're worried about reptilian people. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hey, they exist, man. Look out. They're coming for all of us. They're coming for our jobs. Reptilian people are muscle robots. <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking about. i got to be honest with you. I just had a bit of fear go through my body. Muscle robot? Muscle, muscle robot. robot. He's just all yoked up. Yeah. And he, That's right. Yeah. I need your muscles. <laughs> Give me your muscles. Yeah. Shake my hand. Like, no, muscle robot. Yeah. They would make great bouncers. Yeah. Break it. <laughs> Don't make me get muscle robot. I need the muscle inside of your head. 
I'm not doing anything with that monkey. <laughs> They're all Arnold. Don't hurt me. <laughs> right, every one of them. Every one of them. We know we all hold this down. Did we do that? Terminator, wasn't he the muscle robot? Yes! Yeah, basically. <laughs> Developers, can we at least do that? Every AI voice is Arnold. Yes, it's going to get annoying, but it helps us you know, matter. relax a little bit. Doesn't matter. It's got to be Arnold. Dude, I want an AI TED Talk with an Arnold voice. Talk to some deep spiritual stuff. Exactly. Story. <laughs> I want I want basically everything that Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about just transcribed in an Arnold voice. You want to talk about the astrophysics? You look at the quantum physics of it all. Now it just went on to weird Albert Einstein. I'm not even going to go with this. But you know what? There's a handful of things that were considered polite years ago that they're just kind of passe today. So let's get into it. The Men's Room Top 10. The Men's Room Top 10. 10 things that were considered polite. 30 years ago, but are passe today. Forced hugs and kisses. My great aunt Vira, short for Elvira, a lovely human. Jovial, kind, easy with a laugh, a joy to be around. Until it came time for the required hug and kiss. And it doesn't matter that they smell like stale bread, rubbing alcohol, and have a very hairy mole on the side of their chubby little face. They always present to you for some sugar. I wish I had a pair of tin snips. Positive Friday. Positive Friday. <laughs> Damn. I believe it when he says it. I really do. Positive. Positive, Friday. So these are 15 things that were uh, considered polite 30 years ago, but are uh, passe today. Uh, really personal questions shows up on the list. Asking single men and women when they're planning to get married and haranguing oh. married couples about when they're going to have children. Or, they're always sensitive right, to Because that was the blueprint mm -hmm. back then. Yes. That's what you were expected right. to do, so there was no harm in asking. I, you know what? I, I have to admit, though, I recently did this. And it's just... It was like a house party. There was a bunch of different people there, a bunch of kids, and there's one couple, but they're they're closer to my age. All right. So I just kind of assumed maybe they weren't, and I said something like, "Ah, you guys never wanted kids. You're not part of the plan." Well, and I was like, "Oh, that one I word shouldn't have said a word." Yeah. Plus, they're both very successful in their industry. So I just honestly, I was just like. Hey, yeah, you got net well, well. And I was like, damn it, I just screwed over my buddy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, tipping shows up on the list. There was a time when giving 15% tip to delivery drivers and waitstaff seemed generous and was standard gratuity. Those days are long gone. Customers are expecting to tip at least 20% and pay an even higher gratuity for larger dining parties. Anything less that, uh, that earns you a reputation as a cheapskate unless you're tipping for takeout instead of delivery. Takeout is one thing, but I... I I, again, this just comes from my brother working in bars, and I worked in bars. Thrill a little test. Like, anybody that ever worked in the industry was like, 20% to standard. Yeah. Well, and and yeah. Tip for good service. But for whatever reason, I always, I'm always in a dilemma when I am taken out, and I take food out from time to time, but then there's always that bar in there. Tip. I'm like, what's the tip for at this point? Well, I think you tip for if you get a beer. You, sure. can, you can you can definitely do a takeout tip. It doesn't sure. have to be the percentage that, that needs to be. But if you're sitting there having a couple of beers, definitely tip on that and then tip on top of that for, you know, not not the whole 25%. Right. But I'm right, talking right, right. if I phone it in and I walk in and pick the thing up, it's like, eh. Right. 
if I go to McDonald's, I don't tip. That's a good point. You know, well, part of the reason for takeout is the people that cook your food don't get tips because the people that cook your food get a decent hourly salary. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know if it's decent, but you get an hourly so the, salary. Here, yeah. So the difference. If it's takeout, no one brought, no one did anything other than the cooks doing what they're doing, and you're paying them for what they do. Correct. I cooked for you. I never got a tip when I cooked. Right. Did not expect one. Right. You know? At that point, I got what I paid for. Sure. And also, there, exactly. also there's a minimum wage. So when you work at McDonald's, depending on you where you work, there's a minimum wage. Mm-hmm. That minimum wage is so much bigger than most waitresses or waiter or bartenders' it's hourly much different right? hourly rate. That now baristas, I don't know how that works, but you know they're getting one dollar, two dollars sure. a drink, so it's not like it's exorbitant, yeah. you know. Yeah. All right, I got a question for you. Talk to me. I'm waiting to get seated in a restaurant, mm-hmm. so I walk over to the bar and I order three drinks. Right, but I'm literally walking back outside to like just drink them outside. So I only tipped like three or four dollars, or should That's I, fair. or should oh, I have yeah. tipped like one dollar per drink, or should I have tipped on what the bill was? No, I think you're safe with that when you're not because right. you're not taking up bar space. Right. That's all right. If that you're going to sit there process. and prevent that bartender from serving other people, then yeah, you tip a little more. But if it's like yeah. they made you the drink and you, and you disappear, right. well, yeah, you're, you throw them a couple bucks. Thanks. Right. You're not you're not requiring any kind of service staff at that point. Literally, you just you're paying for the beer that you've got and. Right, we were just standing outside waiting 45 minutes at a crab house. This is back in Maryland, so I was just like, screw it. I'll just go into the bar, get two beers and a soda. There you go. But then yeah. I got yelled at by somebody, my my cousin. You should have tipped what was on the bill. Nah, right. I disagree. I disagree. Things that were considered polite 30 years ago but are passe today. Using disposable cameras. Before smartphones with built-in cameras existed, anyone who wanted to take photos had to use a regular camera or buy a disposable one. A good quality 35-millimeter camera can uh, easily ran into hundreds of dollars, not to mention the cost of film and development. However, disposable cameras were well, relatively inexpensive, allowed people to take decent photos, and didn't cost too much to develop the film. They also had a uh, bag for a camera drop. That you yes. would drop in a post office box, and then they would mail the pictures back to you. I, I don't know. I guess maybe a camera shop, but it used to be one in South Lake Union. I don't know if it's there it's anymore. It's still there. That that would be the only place. I don't know if they develop film. I would not know where right. to take the, the like film. a Rite Aid or Walgreens. Or Bartels, like some of them yeah, still they have. Might them. have it. Okay. But yeah, we went to the camera play. My son actually likes to take pictures with an actual camera. Oh, right. Nothing wrong with cell phones, but you can just do more with a real camera because well, mm-hmm. it's a camera. But. I don't know anyone that needs a disposable camera because no. everyone I know well, has a phone. It's well, like you were saying well, with flashlights. Yeah. They said, have a flashlight in your glove compartment. I'm like, that's a good idea. The mic, you said, you have one right. at your phone. Exactly. And with film, you can't edit. So if you have a digital camera, you can, you can have a really nice Canon Nikon digital camera. Yeah. You just download those and do what you want when you edit it and everything else. I still don't know how you'd print them out. Right. I guess you send them to some place and mm-hmm. then, you know, pay for the service. I... Personally, like if I go to a wedding, they have disposable cameras. I think it's awesome now. Oh, you should at a wedding for cool. sure. Yeah. Everything's not going to be exact. But the thing about a disposable camera at a wedding makes sense because that's for the couple. Right. If I yeah. need a picture of you, then I will do it with my phone. But right. But mm-hmm. I went to a uh, wedding probably about 12 years ago. And at the reception, she had disposable cameras on every table. I took pictures of me with every single camera that was there. Luckily, she found it funny. Correct. That helps. Referring to a married woman by her husband's first and last name instead of her first name. When is it political? Wait, say that again? It was name. so like Mrs. You, Ted Smith. Correct. It was an antiquated okay. practice that has mercifully gone out of style. There's nothing wrong with a woman changing her last name after marriage, but to call someone Mrs. John Smith when her name is Jane Smith appears as if she surrendered her entire identity the minute that she married. I didn't know you, that ever happened. I'm gonna do that now. <laughs> well, and I noticed that it, it, it happened. My cock, uh, exactly. A lot of a lot of early weddings. That's how they introduced the couple, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, Mister and Missus Ted Smith. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Huh. And I get why that's going by the wayside. That was, you know, it all comes from back in a day when women were property and they were damn near bartered for... Or nobody could remember their buddy's wife's name. Hey, that's yeah. much more... But accurate. you met her nine times. You're like Mrs. Ed, Ted like Smith, that, like that right? Is, like that <laughs> SNL skit. Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, you're my buddy's wife. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, I know you. You've been to Ted. dinner together. Hey, Ted, what's your broad's name? <laughs> I am bad at that. But it's like walking a dog. You know what I mean? You'll see the same people for four years. Oh, you're Molly's dad. No kidding, I, oh, dude. Oh, yeah, like your mom down at the grocery no store. But kidding. you recognize them. And you go like, oh, sure. But then I, you I, think, I know I introduced myself to you at least once. But if you're like me, no chance you remember the name because yeah, I'm terrible uh, at that. So I don't take offense, but yeah, I am. I used to do that all the time. What's your dog's name? Right. Chewy, what's yours? <laughs> no, your, no, your name. What is your name? Oh, right. hi. I'm. Are you still you salty do... about that? I think it's a weird interaction with people. And people talk to your dog like, you know, my yeah. dog does not speak. Exactly. This is strange. Oh, I'm I'm kind of I know, but I talk to people oh, all day. What is day. his name? I just, oh, want, to her. Oh, I just want to see the dog. Right. What is her name? And he finds that rude. You should see the man first, Ted. You know what I'm saying uh -huh. is, you have an interest in knowing your my dog's name. I understand that. That's cool. Cute dog. Whatever. Uh, I'm standing right here. You're my neighbor. <laughs> Obviously, we're, we live in the same vicinity. We're walking past each other on a sidewalk. I see you a lot. They hired a Hi, my name is Miles. Nice to meet you. I live right down here. Uh, voting questions. Basically, who'd you vote for? Stop it. Just stop I, it. That was, that was the way I was brought up. And also, that was the beauty of the voting booth. Correct. Or if you do a ballot and then drop it in a drop box, is I don't have to tell you. Right. Well, and don't act like you're about to launch into some political discourse. You're not. You're either going to tell me I'm wrong or we're going to crap on the people that are wrong. I did it last Saturday. Somebody had a very leading question, and I know the guy well enough. I just went, ha, ha, ha. Not getting into that one with you. Right. I was always told, don't talk religion or politics. Correct. Facts. It was personal to you, and it's okay. Right. Weight loss inquiries. <laughs> I've avoided that one. I've avoided that one. Because inevitably it happens. Wait, you yeah. look, you've lost weight. weight. No, actually not. Yeah, but look, if I didn't lose weight, but somebody says, I, it looks like you did, good enough. I've gotten that As before. opposed to, dude, have you put on weight? And they're like, no. Oh, bro. My, my, my bad. We, yeah. We gotta I, talk I, I always go time. under. You're only, what, 27? I'm 46. Like, I know, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the same thing. Always undervalue what you think. Things that were considered polite 30 years ago but are passe now. Uh, unlocked doors. It says this is purely dependent on where someone lives, but believe it or not, there were communities in the U.S. that uh, they were deemed so safe that their residents didn't feel the need to lock their houses or cars. I grew up in a household where we didn't lock the door. We did. I mean, when I was much younger, yeah, we certainly did. Yeah. You know, but once people got wind of the fact that you weren't locking your doors, people were opportunists, and they started robbing houses. That's right. Yep. Unannounced visits. Unannounced visits. <laughs> Unannounced visits. Call first. That's all. That's all you got to do. I mean, because nowadays, first. right, you can easily do that. Right. But so, you don't have an excuse to not call first. Right. I'm busy and I'm very relaxed when I'm home. I'm very relaxed when I'm home. <laughs> if I know you're coming, I'm not going to look the same way as if you just walk in on me. Tell me you're coming. That's all I ask. You're you're free to come over. Yeah. Love to have you come over. I'm good with you coming over. Tell me you're coming. <clears throat> but then the number Wait, who one. Are you talking to? I know. But then the number one thing that was considered polite 30 years ago, but it's now passe. When most, it's basically not answering the phone. 
When most people had landline phones, it was common to call someone at home and for them to not answer, and it was assumed that they weren't home or they were busy and would call you, and you'd call them back at a later date and time. Now, family and friends are concerned if they call someone and the party doesn't pick up immediately. They assume something terrible has happened. I say nay. I was the exact opposite. I felt like when we had a landline phone, it just rang. There was no silent. I mean, it was all, if this thing rang, it rang. Sure. And you could determine who it probably was based on how many times they let it ring. If it hit like 12 times, my father would be like, answer the phone. It's one of your stupid friends. Right. right? And he was right. Mm-hmm. Time of day also. Percent of, if it rang like three times and it hung up, he's like, ah, I got to call someone. But yeah. you don't know who you're calling. So we would answer. Your, your name and your address was in the phone book yes. with your phone number. Right. So if I'm a robber and I call you 25 times a day, I can figure out when you go yeah, to work. I, know your I can figure, figure out, out your I, schedule. I know your name. I know also, where you live. Also, just because you, you don't phone. lock your doors. Yeah. Just because it's a cell phone, people don't have to answer all the time. They could be eating. They could be working. They could yeah. be in a meeting. It doesn't they could mean just it, not want to talk. could be in the shower. This is the thing. Yes, they have a cell phone, but it does not mean that at the moment you called, it is convenient for them to speak. Correct. Right? Just like any other, like nothing has changed about life in general as far as I go. You got kids, you got family, you got a wife, you got this, I got to work. I, I'm at the grocery store. I don't need to take your phone call right now. I'm buying Cinnamon Toast Crunch. My, yeah. And you can text it back. I do it all the time. Please text back. Right. Mm-hmm. My my aunt got on my ass because I don't text back, and I apologize <laughs> to her for this because, I, you know, how come you never text back? It takes like four days to answer one of my texts. It's like, because when I text my family a call immediately comes afterward because clearly I'm available. Right. I don't want to talk about this. I need to get my mind right about it. She's like, no, I just needed a quick answer. That's all it is. I'm not going to call you up or anything like that. I was sorry. I'm I bad about that. After three or four texts, I just call people. Yeah. I'm sick of texting. <laughs> no. Texted. A family in Michigan had their ride stolen out of, Wal- out of a Walmart parking lot, but you'll never guess what they were driving, Miles. What were they driving? Give you all the details at 5.50. Thank you, sir. Headlines are coming up at 5.50. In the meantime, if we made it to the weekend and drinking time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 